return you now to your regularly scheduled program. All right. Welcome back to the West Coast alums. This is episode five. Today we're going to talk about boundaries. Yeah. <laughs> Amongst Everyone's other favorite stuff. topic. Woo! Oh yeah. Everybody loves boundaries. We got a special guest today. We do. Yeah. Today. The one and only. Anna Cometer is joining us. Yes. <laughs> She's here to offer I, I feel a... Like we could, I feel like we could have done that better. I'm sorry, Anna. <laughs> <laughs> Hey guys. <laughs> Sorry, it's our first guest. We'll get better. <laughs> I thought I wasn't supposed to be here yet. <laughs> no, it's all good. It's all good. So I missed the plan. <laughs> we we thought that it would be cool to bring in a female perspective on boundaries to kind of round out. Because, you know, like, obviously, we're both guys. So... Yes. If you didn't know by now. Yeah, if you didn't know from our voices. <laughs> the secret is out. Yeah, surprise. Well, I don't know. The verdict with Tucker, we still don't know, but have you heard back I from the doctors? I had to keep it a mystery. Okay. Yeah. No. <laughs> oh, well, the Swedish doctors, they're, I, they're a little different. Okay, a little, so. a little slower with the process. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, we'll get back to you when we find you out Tucker's socialism. gender. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> so anyways. Yeah, but we have Anna Kometer, right. who is not only the barefoot barista, <laughs> but also but also josh's girlfriend that's right wow yeah i know <laughs> wow oh, sorry ladies he's taken <laughs> i feel like i'm introducing my family to my girlfriend now i thought you meant i thought i feel like i'm introducing my family okay i know you guys are from the south but come on <laughs> This ain't West Virginia, all right? All right, go on. All right, yeah, it's East Virginia. Yeah, no offense. But yeah, to without West further Virginia. ado. Yeah, sorry, no offense. Unless your name's Agatha, then <laughs> Then you're obviously a product of ancestral breeding. <laughs> there's there's only one reason why your name's Agatha, and that's right. because your parents are inbreds. Yeah. You know, there's... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you're definitely a mistake, but don't let that get you down, Agatha. Just keep on chugging along. Uh, we were usually not that bad. I think we just kind of let it all out on Agatha. Yeah, we we have to I channel. I really feel our... bad for Agatha right now, man. If you're Agatha out there, I just want to say, you are important, and <laughs> we care about you. <laughs> And we know that you're interesting, and we'd love for you to reach out to us. And I'm speaking for Josh and Tucker right now. Yeah, send us your hate mail. <laughs> Can no. you imagine if we get our first emails from an Agatha? She's like, you guys suck. I hate you. I realize I'm a guest on the show, so oh, man. I didn't mean to, like, you know, but I just right. really felt. Speaking of. I felt led. We do. We have an email now, uh, which will be in the description yeah, send us, if you have any questions or topic ideas you want covered about college, um, you can email us at wcaofficialpodcast at gmail.com. Um, so yeah, send us your questions. If you're Agatha, you're going to get blocked, so don't waste your time. If you're Agatha, you should come be a guest on the show, seriously, so reach out. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, that would be interesting. That I would totally That's not a bad idea. That. We'll talk about the importance just, of we'll, names. <laughs> yeah. We <laughs> 
Okay. They're not they're not actually people named Agatha, right? Oh, I'm sure there are. For sure. I'm I've never met anyone named Agatha. Yeah, thank goodness. <laughs> uh for it. all right, anyways, enough we've hated on Agatha a lot. So we're talking about boundaries. All right. Yes, Anna, why, introduce yourself. Tell us a little bit about you. I am a student at Liberty University, which is where Tucker and Josh also went to college. I'm in my master's program right now, um, getting my licensure to be a therapist, which is exciting. Um, and yeah, I'm actually, I, I think Tucker called me the barefoot barista. I'm not totally positive where the barista part came from, but <laughs> I did have a thing where I walked around barefoot for a while. You insulted our guests. Forgive me. Oh, well, I like coffee too, so maybe that's what he was thinking. <laughs> I think it was a cooking show. Oh. The, the barefoot breeze stuff. Is that a thing? I didn't know that. Or maybe, oh, you know what? No, I think it's a Spanish word, and I think I just replaced it with breeze stuff. Boundaries. Okay, boundaries. so let's, let's classify boundaries. Yes. The definition. Oh. How would you guys define it? Yeah. What are boundaries? I would say, so a boundary is like something that you put in place to preserve your health so that you can continue. I I mean, in the the Christian sense, you could continue serving, right? Like you have to have healthy boundaries so you don't get burned out. Um, And I think that's something that we all experienced as an RA. Anna was an RA too. Um, and something, you know, like on the hall, it's really easy to continually be, make yourself available to all the students. You know, we had, how many guys did we have, Tucker, like 60, 50 or 60 or something like that. Yeah. And it can be a lot, you know, cause everybody has different things going on in their lives and, um, and just, you know, give of yourself a lot, which is great. But then, you know, you get burned out really quickly. And so I think something, at least that I had to learn. <laughs> my first year scenario was like how to set like healthy boundaries of okay you know instead of you know getting 10 meals a day or not a day 10 meals a week um you know like let's back that up to like like five maybe and you know you can be more intentional that way i think instead of spreading yourself thin um and that's just stewarding your leadership role i guess i don't know what do you guys think because i mean you guys both were i mean tucker obviously we were ra partners but anna you had to deal with girls which mm-hmm. You had more. You had like <laughs> eighty or something. Seventy-five. And yeah, wow, yeah. something like that. That's a lot. Yeah, I would say my definition for boundaries would be um, the substance that makes up <laughs> the difference between yourself and everything outside of yourself. It is really challenging. I would say with Liberty going to school at Liberty. Um, for those of you who don't know, it's a very, like a very spiritual climate, I guess, um, atmosphere, whatever. Um, and I think that there is a lot of a, um, a lot of like, there is no difference between you and everyone else. Like that, that difference shouldn't be there. Um, and I don't think anyone intends to send that message. In fact, we went to several seminars and stuff where they were, they would teach us how to take care of ourselves and that sort of thing. But when it comes down to it, that's kind of how I think a lot of us ended up feeling as RAs, um, and other leaders on Liberty's campus. And so trying to figure out like how to, 
give of yourself because we do believe that we should do that and that is like what we believe we should do you know um but also that difference does need to be there there should be a separation between you and the outside world so yeah yeah i just shut people out of my life <laughs> pretty 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 easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah i think that's in the bible right <laughs> yeah yeah so usually what I, I mean in my life i don't know about for you guys i would i would need boundaries because if I didn't, then I, 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 I wouldn't be able to fully engage with someone. So it was always for the purpose of engaging with other people. Because I knew that if I didn't have boundaries, then, then whoever I'm going to meet next, whoever I'm going to meet tomorrow, is going to be lacking because of me. Like our time together is going to suffer because I wasn't wise in how I set my time up. So for instance, you want like one boundary is going to bed on time, going to bed at 11 p.m. Like boom. Okay, I got to go to bed by 11 p.m. Because I know if I don't, I'm going to be tired the next day. And what would happen if I was like, ah, you know, I'm fine. I'll just go to bed 12 p.m. Like we're having a good conversation, whatever, which is which can be good. And it could be worth sacrificing that. But what happens the next day when I'm grabbing coffee with some dude that I'm discipling, I would be tired. I wouldn't be fully engaged and I wouldn't be loving him as best as I could as Christ has called me to love him. Right. Because I wasn't walking wisely the night before, the day before. So I think in the Christian worldview, it's really important that we set up boundaries as a means to love people better. And so I think especially for the second commandment of loving your neighbor as yourself, it's really important that we have healthy boundaries in the sense that, okay, if I do this, I can love my neighbor better today, tomorrow, whenever possible. They provide they provide freedom. They don't provide like constraint, right? Because it's like having a guardrail up on a highway on a cliff, right? Like you can drive with freedom on that road because you know, you're not going to go off the edge. And like once the guardrails down, yeah, sure. You have more freedom, but the freedom takes you on over the edge of a cliff, you know, (laughs) and that's not going to do you any good. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's because we were talking a little bit before the show too about like the, you know, Christian boundaries versus secular boundaries. And I think that's a good point about how today in our society, it seems as though everybody views constraints, restrictions, boundaries, they're always negative, you know, even to the point like gender is a constriction, you know, like I can't just be classified as male or female. I have to be, you know, whatever I feel like I am. And so... Hmm. You know, I think that it's like lost almost the truth that, you know, boundaries are, you know, or whatever you want to call them, are safeguards that are meant to protect us, you know, because licentiousness is chaos. I don't know if that's what you're getting at, but I think there's a there's a really good parallel between the I guess the perspective on boundaries, like the Christian perspective versus the secular perspective which are almost complete opposite now, you know? Yeah. But emotional boundaries are a funny topic because um, I feel like um, the year that I, well, I already knew Tucker, actually. I already knew Tucker and Josh. Um, but the year that I kind of became better friends with them, um, me and my best friend, um, Carissa, we were both kind of going through a thing with boundaries where we had both just had guy friends that like 
we we got so emotionally close to and we realized that we shared so much with them that it wasn't a super great thing and so when we were getting to know Tucker and Josh we were super like oh wow we have to be so careful you know not to have deep conversations at all with any guys ever wait really (laughs) yeah yeah I totally Um, got meals with you guys though and like had deep conversations well that's the thing (laughs) (laughs) well here's the thing though (laughs) I didn't say that we stuck to that because (laughs) we kind of like as as we were getting to know you guys we were like wait this also doesn't seem like a good way to live because guys are just people you know <laughs> they're yeah, not we're just, we're just people okay <laughs> we're not monsters come on yeah they're not like i'm like, glad someone said it thank you anna yeah, thanks. <laughs> i'm saying it's not like like a um burning hot like stovetop where it's like you have a, a good conversation with a guy and it's like ah how did i do that you know um and so we kind of had to realize like <laughs> there is a level to which it can be negative like oversharing and being overly emotionally attached to someone but that doesn't mean that you can't talk to them about important things and you can't have like a meal with a guy friend or something like that so that's why we did end up you know hanging out one-on-one you know but we sort of wrestled with that at the beginning and so I guess that's the main question is like what is that line you know where you're oversharing and is it different if you're friends versus if you're dating um yeah i don't know but that sounds to me like different than like the difference between girls and guys i don't know i mean tucker i feel like guys don't really hey girl here's my but... deepest desire okay, yeah wait, yeah like wait 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 guys at liberty totally I think do some of them do here let me tell you my testimony on day oh yeah three. that's the uh, thing at liberty. Yeah. oh my gosh if you're one of hey, those you guys you want to know when i accepted jesus stop just stop. Don't use your spiritual life to get dates, please. Right, right, right. That's disgusting. Yeah. Jesus is not happy with you doing that. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to say it. I don't know if I have authority to say that, but I'm going to say it anyways. <laughs> well, no, people use intimacy as a method to get closer to someone right. when it should be a reward that comes because you have Ooh. already gotten close to someone, you know? Ooh. Ooh. People in the back need to hear that. For all you people out there. Yeah. That's really good because it can be really easy to manipulate using spiritualness. Right. And so it's important also on the flip side to have good awareness. Like, oh, this <laughs> this dude, he's just, he's not even godly. He's just sharing his testimony with me. Why am I smooching him right now? You know? <laughs> Wait, I'm confused. Are they kissing or sharing testimonies? Because it seems like it would be difficult to do both at the same time. <laughs> smooching is a spiritual experience. <laughs> boundaries, though. Okay, let's talk about the different boundaries. We have right. emotional boundaries. We yeah. have physical boundaries and 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 i think this is a relatively new boundary that i keep on hearing pop up spiritual boundaries for all you spiritual people yeah out there which we kind of we kind (laughs) of covered just now i feel like that was yeah i don't under i don't maybe you can explain to me because i had never heard of the the like topic spiritual boundaries until either you or carissa that year my junior year like said it i remember thinking like oh you have to be careful in dating relationships too 
And then we went to like this talk once that was given by Liberty's Counseling Center. And someone like, I really think that they were like a theology major or something. They raised their hand and they were like, um, what about when guys and girls are dating? How do they make sure they follow spiritual boundaries <laughs> so that they don't share too much too soon? And I remember the the guy that was speaking, he was a, a licensed professional counselor. And he was like, well, it's really important to have spiritual conversations so that you know where the person is, you know, because you don't want to be with them if right. they don't have a strong spiritual walk. And I remember I just kind of like sat back in my seat and I was like, oh, <laughs> like maybe <laughs> maybe that is important to talk about yeah. once you're actually dating, you know, so I'm not saying no spiritual boundaries, but I definitely think they should change once you're dating. And like, even if you're just friends, like if you're already close because you just have a fun relationship and something comes up in conversation, like you don't have to shut down deep conversations, you know, like just not to you don't want to use your walk with god as like a tool to get to know a person better like that's absolutely very twisted and opposite of how it's supposed to be you know right yeah and that's i mean that's a that's the fun part i guess of getting to know somebody and kind of setting up those i guess boundaries based on your convictions and you kind of have to figure out and this is mm -hmm. you know more specific to dating i guess but figure out your convictions figure out the other person's convictions and then you have to meet in the middle right and not like mm -hmm. but not sacrifice your own convictions and so kind of yeah. like a good rule of thumb is to always i don't know what i'm trying the to say the weaker brother yeah like you always side with the weaker yeah. brother yeah you know mm -hmm. so then yeah. can people who do not recognize an existence of god can they have applied convictions mm -hmm. and if so are they are those valid right because as christians we believe that our convictions Come, like spiritual convictions come from God, which is a higher power, absolute like authority over our lives, the highest moral standard. That's what we follow. But if you don't recognize that God, where like where are you getting your convictions from, and are those valid, <laughs> right? Mm -hmm. that, that's a good point. I think uh, th I think I'd say no, because a conviction in itself means that you're appealing to a higher power, right? And if you if you have a conviction as a non-believer your conviction you're, you're appealing to yourself hmm. and i don't think that would be a a conviction in the terms that we would use it according to the bible or conviction is is spirit led in the right. sense that you are that is a, a led by the spirit it's a conviction by the spirit conviction by god and an appeal to god as the standard well right. you, you couldn't have that if you don't have the spirit if that makes sense yeah. It would be a belief, like, hey, I don't want to kiss until marriage. I mean, yeah, you can have that if you're not a Christian. But is it conviction and therefore a higher standard? I don't, I don't, I don't think so. Right. Okay, so to end things, moving off from boundaries, let's let's do some rapid-fire questions. <laughs> does it, does it, is it supposed to be related to the rest of the episode? No, it can literally be anything. Anything? What was the, the last episode we talked about our favorite world disaster or something like that? Favorite world disaster? Yeah, oh which my. we agreed was the Titanic. <laughs> oh yeah. Because it benefited, you know. They're pretty good one. With the movie and everything? No, like like ships <laughs> learn to use different, <laughs> different metals. Yeah, we're not that shallow. Yeah. <laughs> I, Come on. I mean, we did get Leo. I though, was so. wondering. Um, okay. <laughs> um, so, guys, if you, both of you, if you're going to put yourself in the place, um, and I'm going to take Star Wars off the table for this. 
Okay. okay. Mm. Yeah, sorry. Um, <laughs> if you were going to put yourself in the place of any main character from any story, book, movie, anything, Star Wars is off the table. Josh really loves Star Wars. I do. Um, which mm. story, movie, book would it be? Do you have something, Tucker? Lord of the Rings came to mind. Which character, though? I think I'd like to be an elf. Yeah. Nice. That's a good answer. Sing songs, dance in the forest. <laughs> <laughs> Just picturing Tucker dancing in the forest. Right. That's what you're doing in Sweden now, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Go out with the Swedes. Nice. The Swedes are a lot like hobbits. I love that. Yeah. I really love that. Not, not in like a bad way. Like they're just very content. Just live simple. They don't lives. like to go on very adventures. Huh. They, yeah, they, yeah, they like to pipe weed <laughs> and good food. My first thought was Lord of the Rings as well because I love that. But I think if I had, if I could be the main character in a story, it would probably be like Spider Man, mm. some some type of superhero. Mm. That's good. I think that would be so cool. I don't yeah. know why Spider Man. I've always like really loved Spider Man since I was a kid. Yeah. And I've always like I know he's not the most powerful superhero out there right but i don't know why i just always think that he's like the coolest so that's a good answer but i'd want the uh, toby mcguire one so i can shoot webs out of me yeah so i don't have don't to wanna... like worry about running out in the middle of a battle yeah <laughs> make your own contraption yeah, yeah. yeah exactly kind of messed up yeah i mean it's kind of gross but you know yeah who needs tony stark <laughs> yeah when you can shoot webs out of your <laughs> wrist yeah <laughs> um what is the worst advice that you've been given? There's a little bit of self-disclosure. I broke the rules once when, <clears throat> I, when I was a camp counselor. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> Truth comes out. <laughs> because the rules state that you and another camp counselor of the opposite gender couldn't stay at the, at the same place over the weekends. Josh, close your ears. Hold up. Wait a second. <laughs> I haven't heard this. <laughs> yes, you have. <laughs> when? <laughs> so me and my one of my friends, he was a bro. He's married now. But we both had a mutual friend who said, yeah, you guys can come stay at my house. And I was staying at my sister's. But one night, I showed up at my sister's door, and she was already asleep. And so... My friend lived next door. I knew my guy friend was staying at his house and I shouldn't also stay there. But I didn't want to drive after midnight 30 minutes back to the camp. So I stayed in a separate area of the house, my own room, my own bathroom. You know, made sure the doors were all closed or whatever. Um, but I ended up going back after the camp was over, actually, and like telling my, my leader, like, hey... I feel convicted that I broke the rules. You know, I didn't have the conviction of like, it's bad to stay at the same place with another guy, but I did have the conviction of like, I broke the rules and I want to be a person of integrity and I want her to know that I messed up. So I told her and she connected me to like the head of the camp and uh -huh. the head of the camp was like, thanks for coming forward. We really appreciate it. And then she proceeded to give me a lecture on why girls and guys should never stay in the same place together. <laughs> and I just remember listening and being like, look, I know I shouldn't have broken the rules, but this is an area that I don't feel conviction on, that there's <laughs> no scriptural backup really to like, like 
And I was like in my own room on an air mattress and he was across the house on a bed, you know, like three or four sets of doors between us. So I was like, and she like was like, my daughter has had this struggle too. Like it's hard. (laughs) And like, I'm just like, and I'm just like sitting there on the phone for like 30 or 40 minutes listening to this. And I'm like, uh. Oh, oh, that's terrible. <laughs> so I think of that, I think, because what I really appreciated was her forgiveness for me breaking the rules. And I, I really did appreciate that. But what I didn't appreciate was her then telling me that I should be convicted about what she felt convicted about. Otherwise, I would fall into sin, <laughs> you know. Mm. And so, um, yeah, long story. Sorry. But that that would be my answer for that. Mm. More of the story. Your convictions are not always the same as others. Yes. There it as is. We learned today. Excellent tie-in. Yes. <laughs> yeah, you, know, you, know, you like that? <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's good. <laughs> hmm. I mean, Tucker, you advised me to go out with a girl, and it was horrible. So <laughs> maybe that one. <laughs> Wait a second. No, not you. Well, oh, no, okay. No, no. <laughs> no, this was this was before we started dating. Yeah. <gasps> It was like a recommendation. <laughs> no, you totally. All right. It was a soft. You totally set us up. That's the thing. What? No. Yeah, I, you did. You I, did. I, Come on, Tucker. And it did not work out. I'm feeling really <laughs> unsupported in yeah. this. I, well, I didn't know. Uh, I didn't. You know, I didn't know with Anna and you at this point. Okay, to be fair. That was a bad. That was a bad. You know what, that was a Tucker, bad decision. It's okay. I know that you had Josh's best interests at heart. Right. You know. I, I forgive you, Tucker. I've moved on. Thank you, Josh. To Anna. <laughs> so it that's, all worked out. That's good. Again. That's good. Yeah, it did. It was. Here. You know the song "Blessed." No. Um, God bless the broken road. <laughs> yeah. That led me straight to you. Yeah. That's what I'm here for. Nice. Making that broken You're road broken for you, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, I have a question for you guys. Oh, boy. And my question is, if you had to fight, what would be your sidekick animal to help you win a battle? Oh. Like fight Anna? (laughs) Yeah, sure. (laughs) Yeah, all right. Anna versus Tucker. You both get one animal to duke it out. (laughs) I would choose a dog because I'm nice to Anna. Hannah's like, I choose a grizzly bear. <laughs> <laughs> um, what joke's on you? I chose a pit bull. <laughs> wait. I feel like... <laughs> you should pick something not nice because we are fighting to the death. So. Oh, yeah. Or to the death. Yeah. Oh, I don't think I don't remember Josh saying that, but if you yeah, want to interpret yeah, yeah. that way, then... <laughs> Whoa, Anna, do we need to talk about something? I just meant like a friendly little tussle, but you know. Oh, yeah. okay. I guess if your mind goes to. It's <laughs> like, all right, I'm going to bring in. With me, it's really all or nothing. So either we fight to the death or we don't fight at all. That's fair enough. Is a dragon count? What? No. Yeah. Real animals yeah. only. Yeah. I'm taking care of dragons in the I'm Bible, getting right? Josh. Fine. I'm yeah. choosing yeah. Um, uh, Godzilla. No, King Kong. That's my animal of choice. King Kong versus a dragon. Yeah, good luck. All right, we will get back to you next episode with the results of the fight. (laughs) (laughs) Once we go find King Kong and a dragon. Josh is like the princess in the tower, and the dragon can fly to the tower. So (laughs) 
That's true. Yeah, yeah. well, King Kong can climb the tower. That's so. true. Oh, that's also He true. does see that. Oh, man, this is going to be a fight. Jeez. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I'll just be yeah, next in my room watching Netflix while you guys fight it out. So <laughs> let me know. Who wins. It's like a win-win for you, Josh. Yeah, yeah, just chill. <laughs> so anyway, I think that wraps it up for today. Yeah. Thank you for listening. Thank you, Anna, for hopping Aww. on. Thanks yes. for having me, guys. Yeah, this was absolutely. an honor. Was great. And if you want to be on our show, reach out, send us an email. We'd love to have you. Especially if your name is Agatha. No. Well, no. <laughs> no. Sorry, but this is still our show, and we won't allow any Agatha. <laughs> uh, just kidding. We got love for big A's out there. No, that would be really fun to have Agatha on. <laughs> oh man uh, and with that <laughs> thanks for listening guys and we'll yes. see you next time peace <laughs>